0: To those who have nothing prepared. All right. This day is holy to our Lord. Amen. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. God's word for God's people, God's people said, Amen. 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 You may be seated. I want to talk a little bit about a celebration of sorts. Uh, a celebration of sorts. Now is normally the time when I tell you something like I won't be before you long, but uh, I didn't preach this morning. Uh, to, to, today was uh, United Methodist Women's Day, and uh, uh, my associate pastor and co-laborer in the gospel, Reverend Walters, delivered an awesome message. <laughs> But that meant I didn't preach and I'm also just a little bit excited myself because I drove in from Dallas about give or take midnight last night because I was up there earning my master's degree in divinity. Rites of Passage, uh, an awesome, awesome program. I'm a product of Rites of Passage in my church. Uh, It's an awesome ministry, and and it's uh, something that ought to be celebrated. We ought to be doing more things in the church worth celebrating, amen? Amen. So there was this cartoonist that uh, successfully divided the entire human race, into two categories. This cartoonist was able to divide people into two separate categories with one cartoon. The cartoon pictured two women at a well. Each had a bucket with which to draw water and one woman looking at the water said bitter and sad remarks. She said, life is terrible. Every time I fill this bucket up, I use the water and it's empty within minutes. Uh The other woman was at the well and was at peace with herself. And she said, I think life is wonderful. For every time this bucket is empty, I can refill it again. Yeah, yeah. And we ought to have opportunities to celebrate something at church so that we can refill our own buckets. I'm reminded of another woman at a well asking, and someone asked her for water, and if he knew what kind of water that he was able to provide, she would have never thirsted again. But there is something worth celebrating, and Nehemiah is talking about celebration at this time. Uh, The book of Nehemiah focuses primarily on two people, both Nehemiah and Ezra, in in a rebuilding stage. And they are celebrating what would later be called Rosh Hashanah, which is the celebration of the new year at that time. And so they gathered all the people together to hear the word of God. We ought to be able to gather together to hear the word of God. The Bible says, "Forsaking not the assembly, the assembly of others." Right? And behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. We ought to be able to gather together. Yes. Uh, yes. And so we, we they gather together to hear the word of God. And, and Ezra stood before him in the part before your he before what you heard and hearing church said communication, (laughs) as we stood on a a wooden platform at the the Watergate and read the book of the law to the people. Uh Uh, He gathered them together because you need to be able to study the word. You need to be able to study the word and get with other people to study the word with them. And so they gather to study the word. That is important to do. You know, something that upsets me time to time when I'm in my travels going here and there is I realize that a lot of us that call ourselves Christians don't study the word. I run across atheists who read the Bible cover to cover several times a year. And we only crack ours open on Sunday. Uh, there are those who I've seen, and done nothing against the nation of Islam at this point, but I've seen more nation of Islam brothers with bean, bean, bean pies and bow ties quote the Bible better than the Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I saw a documentary that they called the Quran, I think it was something by heart, but what they have were these people uh, who were caliphates. And a caliphate was able to quote the entire Quran in Islam from cover to cover, and they'd gather once a year. And somebody you had to be able to sing and you had to have a good memory. And they would sing their way all the way through it. Why is it that other people can take their holy book seriously, but we can't take ours seriously? Ah, uh, and so we have this communication, and he stands in front of the and he stands in front of the people and he gives the word. Uh, And we go from communication to clarification. Let the church say clarification. Clarification. Uh, He he reads. The Levites explain the passage being read. Uh, They explain what's going on and they open up the book and let everybody know. The Levites, it says in the text, and, and many people instructed the people by the law while they were standing there. So these people went from not reading the word. To having somebody read the word for them But then once we get past reading the word you got to be able to study the word for yourself Uh, The Bible says that they they explained it to them The Hebrew says that the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. And as a discerner of the thoughts in the word, Joshua 1 and 8 tells us to let not the law depart from our mouth. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approved A work that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. We ought to be able to study the word ourselves. Amen. Big mama and mama and daddy and pastor are only going to be able to get you so far. There will come a time when you need to be able to understand for yourself. There will come a time when you need to be able to explain for yourself because the preacher may not be around. Okay. Mama and daddy might not be able to be reached. you got to be able to study for yourself. Uh-huh. So we go from the, the communication to the clarification to the celebration. Let the church say celebration. celebration. Uh, the people started weeping uh-huh. as they heard the law, well, as it told them what they were supposed to be doing as people of God and what they weren't supposed to be doing as people of God. And that pierced them to the heart. Uh-huh. But it, uh, Nehemiah tells them that this is not the time to be weeping. All right. This is actually a time for celebration. He tells them to rejoice in this sacred day and and, and to celebrate. Uh, This hard work pays off. Uh, There was a time, I know I preach for a living, but there was a time when I read the Bible, right around when I was about y'all's age, where the Bible put me to sleep. The Bible put me to sleep, but I had to keep reading. I had to keep studying. I had to keep understanding. I had to get around people who were smarter than me and ask them some questions about it. And now I love to hear the word. Now I love to hear the word preached. I love to hear the word understood because I had to grow in that faith. And I got upset as I grew up because I realized that not everybody grew in that same faith. There are a whole bunch of people that I grew up with that were in the church that are no longer in the church. There were people that I grew up with that were in the church and now are atheists and agnostic a Muslim or Buddhist or, or, or Unitarian Universalist because they didn't have that grounding in the word so we can't just let the word when we hear it just gloss over us we can't let it just go one ear and out the other we gotta be able to pay attention and study the word for ourselves and not be ashamed of it not be ashamed of it the bible is not anything to be ashamed of uh, there's a reason it is the best-selling book of all time. There's a reason that has been translated so many times. There's a reason that people are willing to risk their lives to go to other countries where it's illegal to have one to sneak them in. Yeah, yeah. Yes, thank uh, you. Yes. Uh, I've, I've said this before at Faith, and I talk about it now. I, I saw an interview one time with Russell Simmons. Made hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars off of hip-hop music. And I love hip-hop music myself. Not not what's going on now, but uh, a little bit bit older, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But I love hip-hop music. And here you have a man that has bought and sold Def Jam over and over again. And it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he went into this radio station. And he asked them, these people who are paid to play music on the radio, what was the top song six months ago? Yeah, no, 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 no. what was the top song a year ago yeah. and here you have somebody who is paid to play music right. couldn't remember yeah. what happened six months ago yeah. what happened a year ago but do you know 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary yeah. I say the mother bled and died for our sins was crucified, died and buried and on the third day he rose from the dead with all power in his hand did you know that he ascended into heaven nothing. You want to be an NBA star? That's cool. But I think you should look at somebody like Kobe Bryant and see how much they work. How they sit in the gym spending thousands of hours playing basketball. Do thousands of free throws every day before they go to practice. Thousands of three-point shooters. If you want to be something, you got to work at it. Uh, People don't just roll out the bed and become spectacular at it. They don't just graduate and it's like, oh, give me my money. you got to work at it. And just like you got to work at that, you got to work at this Bible. Yes. Yes. Ah, and so this hard work pays off, and this hard work pays off, and we ought not be ashamed of the Bible. And so they celebrate. He tells them not to be ashamed of the law, not to be ashamed of what they heard, not to be ashamed of the challenge, but to step up to it. Mm-hmm. Don't look at this as something you have to do over and over again as trouble. Look at it as something that you can improve because the work comes in the recovery. Amen. Uh, yes, and so they're celebrating. And I would say, as they celebrate, when you go to celebrate, there's a couple things you need to know about celebrating. All right. uh, number one, you need to look at what you are celebrating for. Yes. All things are not profitable for us. Right. Some of those things that we get into are not necessarily good for us. So we got to realize that we are working for the right reasons. Only what you do for Christ will last. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we'll get set, uh, upset about, both children and adults. That, in the scheme of things, doesn't matter. We got to be willing to let that go. We got to be willing to forgive others. We got to be able to let those things go. Um, the youth director at Windsor Village used to say all the time to me, "Unforgiveness is like taking poison and expecting the other person to get sick." <laughs> When you hold that unforgiveness in, you make yourself sick. You lose sleep at night. You lose your hair. You get all stretched out. Nine times out of ten, the person that offended you probably doesn't even know they offended you. And now moving on. So you got this situation living in your head and not paying rent. So is he. Uh, I, mean, I, I get upset sometimes about a lot of different things. I'm not a real angry guy, but there are some things that upset me, and that, that one kind of upsets me because you have the Bible saying that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I, and somebody took that, took the Bible off of it, and stopped talking about God and started talking about the universe. And started saying that, you know, the way you think, that's how you got to be. And they called it, they boxed it up in DVDs and book sets and started calling it the law of attraction. And so you got all these people going around that are motivational speakers talking about you got to think good thoughts. And if you think good thoughts, good things will happen to you. And, and if you buy my DVD, good things will happen to my bank account. <laughs> are celebrating with they say that we are always the average of our five closest friends if you ever want to see how successful a person is going to be in life you look at the five people they spend the most time with so if the five people I spend the most time with are on the corner then likely I'm going to be on the corner If the five people I spend the most time with got pregnant before they got out of high school, then more than likely that's going to happen to me. If the five most important people I've been around are in the church, then guess where I'm going to be? In the church. So you got to look at who you hang around with in this life. Because everybody you hang around ain't always your friend. i got a friend of my mother's. He is an exterminator. And I've had a conversation with him, just in general, and it it blessed my soul. He's an exterminator, and he's got his own business, and he's really successful doing this. And we were talking about extermination one day, and he said, this is how I know the extermination is working. Particularly because he had developed some new formula that he was looking to to keep on his own, the copyright, to kill roaches. And he said, this is how I know the roach spray is working. Not when I see dead big roaches in the house. Because those roaches have lived their life. They have more than likely made eggs and moved on about their business. But what he wanted to look for were roaches that were small. And they had their wings kind of stuck out. They weren't all the way out. They were halfway out and halfway in. And I was like, what does that mean about it? And he said, those roaches are adolescents they're not old enough to reproduce yet. But when you catch them before they are old enough to reproduce, you have a better chance of damaging the colony. Because the grown grown ones have already lived their life. They've already had an opportunity to produce. They're probably not only parents, but they're probably grandparents. But when you get the adolescent ones, you affect the entire colony. And it's the same thing. Kind of organism or any kind of group of things that are together. When you want to affect something, you affect the children. Uh, when you attack the children, you are sure to mess them up. That's why they say that that's why you, you gotta be careful about who you leave the children around. That's why you gotta be careful about who influences the children. Because see, if I can get the children, if the enemy can get the children, that will affect them if the enemy can tell the children and have the boys dressing up like girls yeah. and the girls dressing up like boys and telling them it's fashion. That's okay, if they uh, did Y'all can't hear what do. What kind of man would want to wear a walker? That ain't fashion, that's a onesie. That's, uh, can get the boys to dress up like girls and the girls to dress up like boys. If I can get the kids to believe that this man up in the pulpit is lying to them. If I can on. Jesus came that we should not only have life, but have it more abundantly. That should be a reason to have the joy of the Lord of our Savior. Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, you'll abide in my love just as I kept my my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Those are things that we have to, uh, to have joy about. And even if we don't have joy about that, we ought to have joy about that Friday morning on a hill called Calvary, where they took my Savior and hung him up between two thieves. Huh? And he died. Yes, he died. Do you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that I had teachers teaching the gospel that said, when you're dead, you're dead. Do you know that I had people teaching the gospel that would say to Jesus, Didn't die a real death and that the disciples imagined all this. Well, I wish you could imagine your way out of hell. This is a real death that He died for us, and that is a reason to have joy in ourselves because the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord does not depend on how much money we have in our pocketbook. The joy of the Lord does not depend on whether or not our friends and family are nice to us. The joy of the Lord does not depend on whether or not our co workers are treating us well. The joy of upon the Lord. And so we got to understand that we will always have a reason to celebrate. We will always have a reason to celebrate what God has done for us. Uh, The Bible says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So why don't you take a quick breath right quick. That means you ought to be able to praise the Lord No matter what is going on We will always have a reason to celebrate And I think about who we celebrate with I got one story and then I'm going to get on out the way I went to high school in Indianapolis, Indiana And I had a best friend by the name of Paul Brasher Paul Brasher and I were cool from high, from freshman year All the way up to my senior year uh, I, I said you got to pay attention to who you spend the time with. Uh Uh, You gotta pay attention to what you are doing with your time. And and Paul and I started to separate. I spent more time in my books and going to class and and running track and playing football and trying to figure out where I was going to college. And Paul spent more time trying to figure out what was going on with these girls and what was going on with this green stuff that you could put in some paper and light up. Uh And, and, And he spent a lot of time hanging around these young men that used to always wear red. And carry a rare rag on the side, and either around their head or out the side of their pocket. So we kind of divided. Well, one day after track practice, um, I was jump. I was trying to give a jump to the uh, one of the young ladies on the track team so that she could get home because her battery was dead. And I forgot that the two ends of the, the other two ends of the, the the jumper cable were touching each other when I connected to my car. Uh-oh. Blew a fuse. Went over to Paul's house that night because I can borrow tools from Paul. We stayed around the corner from each other, and, 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 and so I went over there to borrow some tools, and he told me, you borrowed all of my tools already. So I went on about the way, and as I was heading out the door, Paul was there with another friend by the name of Adrian, and Adrian was also there with another one of my friends by the name of Dwayne. And they said, hey, Johnny, Paul and Adrian and Dwayne, we, we all going out to Wine Solomon Park. We're going to shoot some guns gonna do a little target practice I got two guns Dwayne got two uh, got one of his own and we're gonna do some target practice out there do you feel like coming I said yes and I started walking down the street and we was headed down the street the my house was off to the right and I got to my street and I felt a small voice tell me Johnny go home Amen. Amen. I didn't want to pay attention to that voice it got louder Johnny go home. I didn't want to pay attention to the voice. It got so loud that I felt it in the pit of my stomach. Uh, Johnny, go home. Yeah. My legs were shaking. My mouth was dry, and I told Paul and Anthony, and, and, and I mean Dwayne, Dwayne Anthony is his name, but I told, told Paul and Dwayne and Adrian that I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna sit this one out. Now, uh, uh, full trans, full uh, transparency. Uh, any other day, I went. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, tell me, explain. Many other days I went. Many other days I went. But I didn't go that day. And I went on and went to bed and got up and gone to, gone to class the next day. And Adrian and I stared a same lunch period. And Adrian was kind of a big fellow. So whenever I saw Adrian at lunch, I would act like I was going to take his lunch. And he would move real fast to take it back. Well, the day when I went to act like he was gonna, I was going to take his lunch, he didn't move. He just stared at the wall. And I said, man, what's wrong with you? And he said, don't hang around Paul no more. Oh. I said, what for? He said, I'm going to put it to you like this. Three dudes went into the forest yeah. and two came out. Oh, no. Oh. Paul had, because he was in one game by the name of Vice Lords and Dwayne was in another game by the name of the Gangster Disciples, and, and this gangster disciple had shorted some other vice lords out of money. Decided that it was time for this gangster disciple to go. So he set up this elaborate scheme of getting them up into the into the forest and ended up killing them. And so I had to go to court over and over again. I had to testify and tell this story over and over again because I was the last person to see all of them together. I was one. To, and, and if I didn't, it was Adrian's word versus Paul. And even when I moved down to Texas. Still had to fly back to Indianapolis, Indiana to deal with this thing. And eventually he got sentenced to 55 years in jail for wow. murder. And then another 12 or 27 years for, for robbery because he took the money off of him afterwards. And I, and I remember that, but even before that I remember having to have a, have a funeral for a 15-year-old. Wow. Um, being a pallbearer for a 15-year-old. Paying attention to who I'm hanging around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm paying paying attention to who I'm hanging around and so I I remember that and I remember having tears in my eyes going to to Dwayne's mom and apologizing for my involvement in the whole matter and she said we forgive you Dwayne had a relationship with Jesus Christ and while this hurts we know where he's at and not only have we forgiven him but we have also forgiven Paul. So I look at that and I know that I can't get upset about the joy, about what things are going on. Because I can understand, I truly understand that I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. I I truly understand that he can make a way out of nowhere. I truly understand when the Holy Spirit talks to you and tells you that you don't need to be somewhere. And from here on out, I listen. So I look at what I think about I look at who I hang around, and I understand that I always have a reason to keep pressing forward, no matter what's going on. My son, forget not my laws, but let.